Hi everyone, thank you so much for tuning into the Entrepreneur podcast. This is me, Ekam, your host and founder of Entrepreneur.in. Today we have with us Avithi Jain, who is the founder of Dhora India, a jewelry brand with designs inspired by the rich Rajasthani aesthetic of her childhood and elements from her time in Milan as well. Avithi amalgamates the best of both worlds to create products that could be described as minimal yet indie. So stay tuned. Hi, Abriti. Thank you so much for being here today. We're so grateful to have you on the Entrepreneur Podcast. For all our listeners hearing today, Abriti is the founder of Dhora India, a jewelry brand which designs with designs inspired by the rich Rajasthani aesthetic of her childhood and elements from her time in Milan as well. So, Abriti, welcome to the show. Very happy. Thank you, Aiken. That's so nice of you. So nicely put. I love the intro. Thank you so much. We're so glad. We're so glad. Okay, obviously, just for everybody just tuning in today, could you just give us a little bit of a history and background into what you did before you started Dhora and then we can move on to the brand and, you know, the culture behind it. Sure. So I'll give you a very candid history of what I was and what I am. So uh, nothing has truly changed. I was always a dreamer and I'm still a dreamer. Right. Um, but I guess the only difference is that even as a child, I wanted to, you know, um, really take up challenges and execute my plans. Even mm-hmm. if it was, you know, to to sort of play a game or to take out a magazine in school or um, so it was all about executing any dream. Right. Um, so I suppose dream and executor, and I think it's still the same. Right. Uh, I've always taken things with a pinch of salt and with a lot of humor, and I still love the process. Hmm. Um, Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's that's literally it. Uh, but in terms of uh, actual background, if you want to know, I grew up in Jaipur. I uh, I went to a girls' school. It's called Maharani Gayatri Devi School. Um, yeah. And then I did advertising and uh, journalism, uh, you know, as my graduation in, from St. Xavier's School, uh, St. Xavier's College, Bombay. Right. Moving on then, and of course, when I was in Bombay, I made the most of the city. Uh, I interned with, you know, Vogue, Hello Magazine, and I did styling projects. So, and styling was still a new thing then. So, not every second girl was a stylist then. So, it was still (laughs) fun. Um, And yeah, because, and Vogue had just come into our country then, huh? So, it was a very big deal for me to just go to the office and go for an interview. And uh, I'll give you a quick uh, fun story about it. They actually uh, gave me a yes. I didn't go back to my hometown Jaipur for that vacation because I was like, okay, I've got the internship. Right. And I was like deciding this is what I'm going to wear my first day, etc. Yeah. Yeah. And I land up my first day and I'm yeah. super excited. And then they're like, no, darling, your internship starts next year. Next and year? I was, really? Yeah. yeah. And oh I was just God. like, I was heartbroken. I was like, I hope next year is still valid. That's but, insane. But that's yeah. like such a shocker. Must have been such a shocker for you to just oh realize my God. that you have an internship this year. <laughs> oh, really? It was like, I, I, was, I was like, is this true? I mean, uh, will I even get it next year? You know, like, it, right. it meant the world to me. But uh, of course, that next year, I did get the internship. It was in sales department. So all I learned was Excel and making copies. Uh, uh, but I guess just the <laughs> experience <laughs> of being in the office and being around... Uh, such amazing people Definitely. I learned for so sure, much yeah. for sure yeah yeah so yeah I guess I really learned then I was even though I was in the sales department I got a lot of um, help and you know literally mentorship by uh, Bandana Tiwari she was uh, then wow. a part of Vogue magazine She's one of like my mentors and like people I look up to a lot you know oh my god Definitely. she is so humble 
and you know oh, because i was that fa- fan kid so i would make right. sure that i would take my cab when she was leaving her office so i could share my cab with her honestly i just wanted opportunities to you know to speak with her and to ask her what do you think i should do next and you know she right. recommended me istudio marangoni milan oh, yeah. uh, on yeah. one of our journeys and if she would listen to this podcast i don't even think she'd remember me with that taxi journey i'm sure she now knows me because of dora which yeah. she doesn't remember me because of her journey then uh, but i remember it so clearly so then it was hands on i was like okay now i have to do what she told me i then applied for uh, you know milano and yeah. i went there and i studied branding and promotion which was again a fab decision so amazing yeah and i think dora was conceptualized then you know while studying in milan Right. I mean, I remember in our live sessions, you spoke about how Dora was conceived during one of your projects in yeah. uh, during your masters, right? Could you just yes. tell us about that also? Wow, Ikam. By the way, huh? It's very heartwarming when people remember your stories. Of course, Thank I you. do. Really, it means a lot. <laughs> of course, we love um, this entrepreneur. We love the whole aesthetic. We love the culture behind it. And thank you. Honestly, it's the, very overwhelming. Really. Yeah, the the honestly, the idea behind entrepreneur is also to dig in deep into these young entrepreneur stories and um, hmm. hopefully inspire other people. Yeah, of course. Like you would be surprised how many people get inspired by you on the regular. Thank you. means a lot oh, really. i'm any time out <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um so what was the question yeah that i yes so i took the project um seriously like literally yeah. that's about it and i would now tie this up with the same uh you know um motion which i told you initially that you know i take up dreams and then i made sure i execute my goals mm-hmm. so for for me back in milan as a student my goal was to you know execute my project and of course when you're doing masters it's not really to score well, good marks it's you're okay. genuinely there to learn you know correct right um, exactly so i guess because i put in so much energy into that project i was like i'm not going to just let it go and you know go back to india and start doing absolutely uh you know like something <laughs> else so yeah yeah agreed yeah. so i continued i came back and i uh, of course continued it uh, it was a very fluid idea then and mm. it still is and i love the fact that uh, you know dora is such a um, expansive uh, idea which is mm-hmm. why it started from a jewelry brand and it went into leather mm-hmm. and today we are a concept store and a design theater so uh i like the fact that it's not uh, very restrictive and mm-hmm. i can you know put in my other elements as in when i please Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's amazing dude and like you know as in how you talk about these things coming to life or are coming to life I also see yeah. a lot of like influence of just um art and culture instead of focusing on say like a mainstream trend um hmm. that's something that you've grown up with like was art something you've always been close to because everything that you do like even the campaigns like even one lately is just so completely yeah. artistic and it's so like beautifully done like how is your relationship with art and you know like how does it like apply in general to fashion like what's your take on like you know because i feel like fashion in some way is it yes it, you know like art gives birth to fashion absolutely i was just going to um, this was my answer you right. you know right. you said it all out loud <laughs> i don't see it as two different things anyway hmm. i see it as one common thing like art for me is really everything uh, and i mentioned this before as well and which is why hmm. our uh, you know our concept store is not called a multi designer boutique or a concept okay. store it's called a design theater precisely okay. so because i see that um art is in everything dude like it's in clothes it's in our conversation right, right now and the fact right. that i'm using this word and not that word is you know is is a way of making this vocabulary you know it's it's right. it's an art 
so uh, and nowadays you i think people are even more exposed to it because we have this phone with us so i guess if, mm. even if you're clicking your own selfie the mm. fact that you choose that one picture out of those six you're choosing something why are you choosing because you're attracted to some aesthetic there you know for sure you're, everyone's attracted to something so i guess i don't see it as two different things but uh, it definitely has a very big role um, you know subconsciously i guess all our culture it really does come into play when you uh start creating anything mm-hmm. furniture songs conversation your your culture reflects right so Absolutely. i would i would see it as like you know if i'm talking to you the fact that i'm talking in a certain accent hmm. uh, my culture is reflecting you know yes yeah right 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 and what about rajasthani culture like you've grown mm. up with it right um, yes like your family is from rajasthan how how is that for you growing up because they must have been so beautiful just growing up around so much like rich heritage oh how god that- yeah <laughs> i yes i am really really lucky that way yeah. uh, also I, i i can only speak for myself i don't i can't draw comparison to any other city right. so i of can't course. say that uh, you know jaipur is like really really right. good in terms of this is all i know so right. and 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 i believe that as for, from a third person's perspective jaipur in fact the entire state is full of culture you know it's full right. of art and craft Absolutely. even you go for weddings they have a certain way uh, fortunately right. um, uh, you will still not see extremely commercial weddings that you'll still see people in poshaks and you know you'll still right. see people wearing their old kundan meena jewelry hmm. which is handmade and people have made it over like months and years right. um even with school because i went to a you know a, a school which was uh, uh, you know launched and made by harani gayatri devi so there was thick mm-hmm. culture even within the school so right. uh, i haven't truly been exposed to anything uh, commercial as such upon i mean until the time i went to bombay then yeah. it was all commercial but then then i learned the technique of marketing because right. what do you do with all the art and craft that you don't have the sense Correct. to market it Correct. so uh, and then it was milan which was again you know thick in culture and Absolutely. art and aesthetics Absolutely. so i've been really blessed yeah. yeah yeah i've been blessed to be in all these three cities um so yeah i guess it comes naturally i think that's i think it's so lucky for somebody especially like uh, since the 90s and the 2000s i think we've just been bombarded with uh, american culture more than oh God, anything yeah. you know i feel yeah. like it's lucky for people who've sort of grown up um, you know with yeah. like so much heritage around them because like honestly like it's like we're like clones of each other today you know it's like oh god <laughs> you know what i mean everyone <laughs> look like kim yeah. kardashian like um and it's like we've been conditioned to think this way so it's i feel like we're lucky if you know we can think differently or actually appreciate our roots or actually appreciate our heritage and then go on to actually build something from it i, I guess amazing. yeah you know you're right it's it's also probably it's literally only just till our generation where these things are happening but when i see my nieces growing up they really don't know and it's not their fault they really don't know what culture and what rooted it is yes yeah they all have to dress up the same way because that's the trend they will eventually all look the same way because the filter they're using is the same you know like it's uh, it's sad but like that's how it's going to be now i guess right 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 that's but that's i mean it's just how things are right now you know but yeah i think a, i think a lot of people are also sort of breaking out of that shell now because people are more informed about how media sort of is taking over like you know it's, it's literally brainwashing you like even me Absolutely. for instance like i've grown up with like massive influence of american culture you know even in chennai yeah. i grew up 
and hmm. it took a lot of like years of unlearning learning to actually understand appreciate my roots because once you're surrounded by so much like even schooling yes. and all of that you know i completely so agree you. you know oh my god and now that you saying <laughs> like i have flashbacks because back in school me and yeah. my friends we would copy literally all these american movies because that was the trend then you know <laughs> yeah. to watch these chick exactly. flicks and be like and then we would exactly. hold that not carry bags <laughs> we would carry books in our hand and tie it with a belt you know right. so it look trendy right. or wear those black ganjis with thumb rings and big hoops because that's what <laughs> avril was wearing oh my god i was I, such a huge avril fan <laughs> growing up <laughs> yeah <laughs> Would you right? So it took us a process. There was a big it's process a of unlearning, yeah, and yeah. we realized our roots. Sure. Yeah. Uh, even uh, the few of us who can actually think for ourselves, we're the lucky ones, right? Because we still see people who have absolutely no idea that there's a world beyond a Kim K or beyond just uh, being yeah. you know, like another plastic uh, version of the Mean Girls. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but that's um, that's that uh, makes sense, yeah. But yeah, so <laughs> you know, going. Uh, we've digressed a lot but coming back to <laughs> and yeah. so, um, tell us how you basically how your journey was uh, you know once you came back to india you know you thought okay i did this in milan so i'm going to take this forward right how did you right. actually start building your brand how was that process like then how did you basically eventually you know go on to leather and then how did you eventually uh, go on to launching teatro like how was that entire journey like for you right so um okay i came back uh and uh, in fact when 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 i came back we we had launched this company it was a partnership company then hmm. uh so uh, uh my ex partner uh, he was into leather and yeah. i was more into jewelry so it was a very natural process uh for us to come back to you know rajasthan we were both, both from the same state and we started off thora as some as again it was as i said before it's always been a very expansive idea so right. we were like we start with jewelry and leather because this is what we know right. we we you know we grew up around these two crafts right. uh and um, for the lack of a better word it was also more convenient most convenient for us to start then right. because the one thing you need is carigars and that we they were the most readily available so we were like cool let's start with this um surprisingly we got a great response on our jewelry and leather um and i'll be very honest in saying so that you know if we'd be doing the same thing today i don't think uh we we we'll have to work at least 20 times harder than what we did because okay. there was no competition back then you know of course um, absolutely agreed yeah. yeah so uh as soon as we launched our jewelry collection we had a first fashion week in bombay mm-hmm. and uh we were like cool you know we'll risk it out we'll spend all our savings into this fashion show because mm-hmm. it was also a big sum of money for a college uh, you know right. but, but, we, but we did it anyway mm-hmm. um and then we got a offer from good earth and they wanted to stock us they came and we actually didn't even have a office then they were commu- I'll, i'll tell you these fun stories beach beach me so i hope you don't Absolutely. mind absolutely i think this is um, so like uh, i love it yeah please do yeah please. and you know they didn't expect that this company has these two people they were like they were constantly in touch with us and right. we kept on uh, pretending like we were uh, you know at least seven eight people because they would not <laughs> take us seriously so yeah. a lot of times you would uh send them uh, mails from different people's names so that at least they think we're you know like it's a bigger team oh, than just two people <laughs> yeah and then she was like so one of the buyers of goodus you like you know what i'm coming out to jaipur so i want to meet you guys right. where is your office so we're like uh, okay fine now she's coming to meet us so we had this little room in the midst of a farm uh, in the outskirts okay. of jaipur okay right uh, we were like cool now we'll just be who we are she right. was ready to come to the farm 
Right. She walked through the, you know, fields and she was like, this is Dora. Like, this room wow. is you guys. And she was wow. pleasantly surprised. She was like, I love it, you know. It's so real. Yeah. And you guys are so away from everything else around nature. No wonder your ideas are this. I'll, I'll so, yeah, right. yeah. yeah, so, um, yeah, we just, I mean, uh, kicked it off, I guess. It does, it did uh, give us a lot of confidence. Hmm, hmm. Uh, and then we just took it off. Since then, uh, it's been a big roller coaster ride of course uh, for me personally because uh, then uh, we we i went into a proprietor company from a partnership company because that oh. didn't work out right. uh, and that personally of course was a very difficult period for me because sure i was like that. how will i do this you know and i was still very young right. yes yeah. uh, and when we had started of this company a lot of people didn't believe in us because they were like you know these are these two young people what will they do so anyway, you you have to you're going in that spree of proving it to people, right. and then when it doesn't work out, you're like, oh my god, those people were right, you know. Um, yeah, so, you have these like phases where you're just like, oh, were they actually right? Like, what is it actually? Yeah, not yeah, you start doubting yourself and the company and the idea. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but I am like a true Leo, you know. So when <laughs> when I'm in my worst the lows, uh, I bounce back really high, like. That's so great. sometimes I, yeah, sometimes I look for those doors going like, okay, fine, that'll be, that'll probably make me more aggressive than anything else. Right. So, uh, so it helped me, you know, I was way more aggressive at work. Right. And uh, since then, uh, we've, uh, we've only grown bigger and we launched the store and then I launched the Bombay store. So yeah, since then, it's, yeah. That's I mean, like a true tell of some, a real, like, like an entrepreneur, <laughs> somebody who's always ready to bounce back because Honestly, entrepreneurship is all about difficult situations, too. How yeah. you handle them. I mean, um, like even for me, you know, very similar to how you've spoken about, you know, you had setbacks. Like every business does, you know, yes. especially in something uh, like which is a creative field, it's all the more pressure. Absolutely. Know? So yeah. I, I totally agree with you. Continue. And, you know, and, and especially with, uh, like you said, the creative fields when you are studying in fashion schools or something you connect with people with the same aesthetics as you so you feel you can continue doing business with those people and that's an amazing idea and most often or like sometimes it when it doesn't work out and that's that's precisely why i'm using your platform to share this story because i never really share these stories i'm just like cool it happened i don't want to be a part i don't want to give my you know, sad story when I'm inspiring people. No, but of course. I just I mean, feel it's, yeah. I feel like that's a big part of uh, an entrepreneur's journey. Yeah, it's, exactly. Yeah. Hmm. I see, in fact, even when interns come and work here and then later over the years when we're in touch, they have very similar stories because most people start their ventures with friends because right. of, you know, funding or great right. ideas together. And when it doesn't work out, it's most likely that people would want to give up. Right. So I suppose... If you can take away more strength out of that situation, why not, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. I think that's the only way you can learn and grow is because honestly, all of us are going to have failures and these failures are something that all of us have, you know, it's like, like 40 failures and like 10 successes that makes any like business. Absolutely. Good. And you know, you can't take away the fact that we're still, I mean, it'll, this will sound bizarre, but I'm just trying to be (laughs) as real as I can get. Right. in this conversation uh, right. we're still uh, girls who are living in this country and we will still come to an age where we will have to uh, not choose but we'll have to make decisions as per oh so i'm getting married we still have to go to a boy's family to live in or to, of course yeah. you know it's the reality so, yeah yeah right. 
So, and nobody talks about these things, you know, it's not an easy ride. It's not, I mean, if I've built everything today here, I can't go and get married into some Alaska. You know what I mean? Correct. So Correct. your your Great. choices will have to be different. You'll have to make sure what's really worth your time. If that's worth your time, then of course, go for it. But Correct. it really plays a big role in your decision making. Yeah. For women, life is definitely a whole lot different. <laughs> yeah. Regardless of what... I think it's a different world for us. I feel like with all all the choices you and I have had to make um, on a very daily basis, I think it's yes. such a daily thing like, okay, going out, not going out. Uh, think, right. What will they think? What will my parents think? Can I tell them? Can I share this? Can I actually do Absolutely. this? It's, yeah. it's, everything is so different. Like it's, a, it's honestly a different world for women. It know? really I, is, Ekam. And yeah. You know, uh, we have to really put our minds into from the smallest thing like today, I'm going to, I'll have to wear a salwar kameez because I'm going and meeting with karigars in the old city. Agreed. You know, that's a thought which won't even cross anyone else's mind. This is what we, you know, these are the choices we make on a daily basis. Right. Yeah. So big decisions, small decisions, it's really different. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And, and I, I feel like I always uh, appreciate women entrepreneurs more, even the ones who married because like, I yeah. think no matter how liberal you are today, like there's always going to be like 50 times more responsibilities on a woman's head than your partner takes. 100%. Um, Absolutely. No matter how liberal a family you come from, no matter how openly, you know, your family thinks. It's exactly. Just, you can't get rid. I feel like it's taken. You can't. You take, can't. Yeah. And I'm, this is, I'm, I'm assuming that, you know, uh, I can yeah. talk for both of us. I'm assuming, yeah. you know, we both come from progressive families, which is why Correct. we are doing what we're doing. Right. But even in our case, there will be a turn where we'll be like, oh, but you know, I also have a meeting at 10, 10 p.m. and people won't take it as take us seriously. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. so I feel like I already sometimes feel like <laughs> a lot of situations and it's prevalent. Yeah, you know, yeah, and it's still going to take another two to three generations for women to actually be call themselves equal in terms yeah. of so many things. You know. But yeah, it's going to take a while. It's definitely a difficult journey. But yeah, coming back to um, leather and, you know, your partnership. Uh, so then how did you sort of take that on your stride and move on to launching a concept store? Or were you already working on that in Bombay? No, no, no. So Bombay is just a, a one and a half year old project. Okay. Uh, it was always uh, my dream to, you know, take the store up to different places. Right. Uh, of course, Delhi was on my mind, but uh, because I was always in love with Bombay, I was like, okay, cool, let me just go for Bombay. <laughs> yeah. uh, honestly, and that's a privilege you get uh, as an entrepreneur. You can make decisions as per, as I said, you need to make sure you're enjoying the journey too. So uh, I was like, I think I'm going to enjoy it more if my store is in Bombay. Right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I went for Bombay and since then uh, let's see now COVID's happened so I don't know uh, the plans were to make you know right. open more stores in Goa right. and Delhi right. so let's see definitely yeah. in very tough on fashion and retail absolutely uh, yeah hoping for a bounce back next year I think things are definitely already looking up I think people uh, you know things are getting better people are sort of um, this whole I really hope so yeah wraps up but um, yeah I think next year is definitely going to be better for all of us in terms of hmm. business or fashion or retail but yeah, yeah um, so you know, um, Avati, coming back to the culture of Dhora, it's artisanal jewelry, you know, it's slow, correct? Hmm. Uh, yes, like, yes. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. How do you think that fits into India's narrative today? Do you think we are progressing towards a slower society uh, as a whole? Uh, do you think it's still a long way to go? How are you, how are you seeing like artisanal jewelry or slow fashion in, like, in today's like, world in India? 
Um, so, you know, I have two opinions on it. Uh, it's not as black and white as we think it is. Right. Uh, there yeah. is one world which we spoke about, which is about Kim K and, you know, mm-hmm. following what they're doing and following that world, uh, right. which is about not repeating what you're wearing and uh, uh, literally being clones of what they're doing. So to become a clone, you have to also buy as fast as they're buying. Okay. Um, and then there's another world which, uh, which is conscious. Uh, people who are, uh, you know, making a conscious effort to repeat what they bought, to add value to what they bought once, yeah. uh, which is either through, um, you know, wearing your mom's jewelry or mm-hmm. buying out of vintage shops. Uh, yeah. Now, I see that as a very small percent, right. uh, but yeah. it is there. So that, 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 that hope is there for sure. And I guess, uh, unfortunately or fortunately, because of a pandemic that we're in, Mm-hmm. it's uh, definitely alerted a lot of minds which weren't alert before yeah. and including me right. you know right. it's um, I, a lot of like uh, you know um, new avenues for people to think yes yes and I would count myself into that person so you know literally during the pandemic it really hit me because I have been a shopaholic you know I'm that person if I'm low I would go to a mall and be like this will make me happy so I'm just going to shop mm-hmm. yeah and I guess that's half the reason why I would love to be in the store and be around you know things I think all of us can uh, connect with that and relate to that <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and uh, during this time it really hit me that you know I am a part of this hmm. so I should really do something about it and since I'm a part of the industry what could I do differently hmm. to sort of make a change and not just faff about it on Instagram you know really really put what? it into action no, no, I mean, um, so like you can't even like it, you can't keep faffing about something. You have to actually, yes. do it, you know, uh, at some point. So I would yeah. agree with you. Yeah. 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 And, and since then we took out uh, a, a different green policy uh, for Dhura Junji, hmm. uh, which I believe I spoke to you about before, yeah. right. uh, where you could, you know, give back your old jewelry, we melt right. it and we'll make something new. So we're not constantly digging the planet for more metal. Right. Uh, and then we recently, which I'm very proud of, we recently launched a pet project, which is uh, called Mena Devi Thrift Shop, which oh, is after my grandmom's name. And it's like a vintage shop, which, um, yeah, it's like a basic thrift shop. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Amazing. And, you know, even uh, when you spoke about the whole um, upcycling the jewelry thing, I think I haven't heard of any other jewelry brand actually doing that so far. You know, even when you mentioned it in the live. Um, right. It's not. It's it's a fantastic thing because I remember we also had another person come on a live session and they did polymer clay mm. jewelry, um, okay, slow jewelry, slow fashion. But she also mentioned she's like, I can't call myself sustainable because these things are gonna last forever. Yes. Right? So yeah. Is it that how can I actually make it sustainable? Is just to upcycle it, right? Absolutely. So, yeah, I think that's a great venture. It's a great thing that you guys are doing. I think more and more people should start, um, you know, getting more comfortable with the idea of upcycling and recycling. You know, I think we yes. have to, it's the only way to go forward, you know. Um, I, I really hope. And, you know, if not that, then I guess people should start, uh, I guess, at least putting more faith into uh, pre-love things or, uh, you know, repeating things more often. Right. So, right. No, I yeah. think there's been like such a surge of thrift shops lately that I think people are sort of uh, warming up to the idea of pre-loved and pre-owned. And, yeah. you, know, I think and you know, honestly, Ikam, I don't think it's a very far-fetched idea for Indians. That's I was exactly. discussing with my friends and I was like, uh, they were like, but what about hygiene? I said, but when we were in school, we used to go to Sarojini market and shop. 
and we <laughs> yeah. never really you know yeah and we never really right. gave it to uh, two thoughts about how yeah. hygienic yeah. it is you yeah. we would you'd buy it you'd give it for dry cleaning but you'd buy that um, and same is with our households we 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 would still take out our mom's lehengas and consider it wearing you right. know you know refurbishing it and wearing it mm-hmm. again so i guess we, it's a part of our life anyway absolutely yeah even like me while growing up only because i've been surrounded by so many women who've been my cousins and like my sisters we've always exchanged clothes yes uh, you know my older cousins with like our shoes we've exchanged clothes we've exchanged so yeah. it's like a very um and my mom's always like sort of you know help me she's always like ingrained this thing into me that i have to always clear out my wardrobe and give it away That's, to my friends oh god same here <laughs> <laughs> no? yeah. uh, so I feel like I've grown up with it. Like my my idea of actually having minimalism and you know, of yeah. course, in the middle, uh, we've been so uh, you know affected by the media. But my mom's always taught me that you know, you know, flush out old clothes. You know, use your clothes, yes. wear it more. You know. So I think we, as a culture, have been very sustainable. But again, True. it's just that we've been so westernized, which is also good in some ways. We're also you know we can keep our absolutely our values. as well uh in some yeah. well you know yeah i don't think it yeah you you're, you're right um yeah. wow, i'm agreeing with you like on on everything <laughs> uh, but i but yeah. i actually think it's true there's no point of like there are no borders i think it's great that the world is one and right. everything's so uh you know hands on and convenient hmm. uh but having said that i just feel this is the um this is the consciousness which is which should like surpass like it should be prevalent everywhere right like it's not really with india i guess if everyone makes a change then only we can really do something about absolutely. it absolutely so yeah. yeah let's hope people are you know informing themselves which i see i think it's it is slowly changing but of course it's a very small percentage but still something you know yeah we can be happy about um yeah. but yeah okay so tell us about your latest campaign one tell us about that how were you ins- what was your inspiration for it because we absolutely loved it here at entrepreneur so we'd love to know <laughs> more about that right um okay so it started off one night uh, i was sleeping and i could only hear crackers so i was just me and my mom we were getting really pissed off and sorry irritated mm-hmm. and we were like um, if this is the scene and that back then we hadn't even reached the shera So we were like, mm-hmm. if this is the scene now, what will people do around Diwali? This is crazy. This was in Jaipur or Bombay. It was in Jaipur. Okay. Okay. And we were right. just, we were. I was like genuinely shocked. I was, I was, I was just telling it that I can't believe people are doing this even now. Right. You know, like this exactly. is like the biggest lesson learned. Exactly. And um, during that time, I was thinking of a concept for the, for a new campaign, and it had to be Diwali. and to be very honest take my first idea was to have a no collection collection for diwali you I know as a message i love that that's so that's such an amazing idea yeah yeah but um you know i'm still a part of this really bad commercial cycle where i have to pay oh, salaries oh, <laughs> oh, oh. so i was like uh, i was really contemplating i was like cool let me just stick to this and stick to my guns and this is what my mind is saying they're like but how am i going to you know pay my rent and pay my salary Right. I'm and I'm being very very candid right now. I've never shared any of these things with other people. I mean, it's a business <laughs> at the end of the day. I think we all have to take some some sort of decisions. That yes, it's a business, right? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And uh, then I was like, okay, cool. So if this is a collection, if you look at our one collection, most of the pieces we've used are uh, from from before. There are very very few new pieces which we've launched in that collection. Right. 
Right. Uh, we've just taken out, you know, basic anklet, which could be worn as a uh, bracelet or a, a elbow band, etc. So it's a very, right. um, yeah, reusable, repeatable kind of product. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a very small range of things. So I really wanted to make sure that the campaign resonates with what I'm feeling and to at least pass on the message that you guys, let's not be, I mean, this Diwali can't be about uh, playing cards, chilling with friends, uh, bursting crackers. Uh, I mean, that's, that's, I think that most, most, of my, most of my audience anyway gets that. But uh, I just wanted to be a safe Diwali and more about the forest. And I mean, that was the main reason. And why it's called one is because I was thinking if Ramji actually came from mm. his Vanvas, we've actually forgotten the one. You know, we're celebrating oh, his... Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, his comeback. It's the nerve huh? when you actually... So one, I assume one just meant like, you know, the environment, jungle, nature. Mm. Right? That's what one means, right? Yeah, that's what it means. Yeah. But when you just said that, I think that really hits a nerve. Yeah. I mean... It's an amazing story. That's really why I had to call it one. If you think about it, uh, it doesn't go with our brand aesthetics at all, you know, right. to name something in Hindi. Right. Um, and I was actually cringing. I was like, I need to make sure it fits in, you know, the whole clean feel. And I was like, but this message is very strong. I need to tell this to people. We're celebrating his comeback, but we've forgotten right. the, yeah, forest. So That's that me. was it. It was, it was a very instinctive idea. We shot it on... Um, a terrace near our store so it was a okay. and all you see are my interns so it's a very home okay. crafty homemade campaign beautiful yeah. I think that's what we love about dhora also at some point it's it's just so warm and um it's it's so raw and relatable sometimes you know and that's what i feel like is breaking the clutter you know i think that, that's what actually breaks the clutter and how it's actually so authentic and authenticity is everything today it's yeah, yeah. You, you cannot hope to succeed if you're just another you know um i don't know sabya sachi you know absolutely you have to be like you can't even happy. feel you can't even sleep happily you know if you if you yeah. haven't done i mean honestly if if i would have gone with my idea from no collection to a big bang collection with people killing it and like seven models i would not sleep happily because like my original idea was no collection and from that to making you know, a bang with my campaign would be very unfair to my thought. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Yeah. I think we have to respect some of our own like artistic um, values. I feel like, you know, if you're, if you're in, a, in the creative business, I feel, you know, it has. Yes. To, and I feel like these instincts are what also guide you and make you who you are. I feel this is what makes Dora what Dora is, you know. I guess. Too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's what entrepreneurs have to do. That you need to meet uh, somewhere in the middle with your instincts and with the business right. value of things right so and and the brand is also you right Abriti? in yeah in major sense where it's it's like uh, you know another sort of a, a universe which sort of stems from you you know i feel like yeah. uh, for everybody all entrepreneurs all founders and all designers it's eventually their own lives and their own stories weaved into products true True, absolutely true. Yeah, it's actually like our own personality. Uh, it, it's a canvas which we've got, and I am painting it with jewelry. Someone else painted right. it. Someone else something right. something else. So right. yeah, you're right. Right, that's amazing. Okay, Avidhi, so just coming to the last bit of our podcast for you yeah. know younger listeners, younger graduates. Um, I think people what they always like want to know are 
how you overcame your obstacles, you know, how did you become a young entrepreneur, which I think we've answered a lot in the beginning, you know, with yeah. your stories. Uh, but what are a few tips and advice you would give somebody who's just graduated from college or done his or her master's? They want to, you know, uh, go ahead and start their own line or start their own jewelry business or just in general do something on their own. Like what would be hmm. your piece of like advice to them? Um, I suppose, um, I guess even when you're studying, even in school, in fact, there are days, uh, and especially when you're out college, uh, you know, just out, uh, out college, right. there are, there are moments of clarity. Like, you know, I mean, this is what I remember. Uh, you're mostly confused, but then there are some crystal clear moments where you're like, Oh my God, today it really made me happy. <laughs> now, and then if you look back, you'll be like, why did today really make me happy? That's probably because I, and you know, we don't usually count this or observe enough because we're obviously, our mind is so cluttered with uh, phones and chats and WhatsApp and Instagram right. and what you're eating. Right. But it's probably because uh, you were truly happy because you saw um, this amazing painting or this really that's moving movie, you know. Um, that's so true. That's actually so true. Yeah. Yeah. And as a child, I remember, you know, uh, there was this before Facebook, there used to be high five. Yeah. And I still remember that, you know, uh, the days I would post and I was really into draping then I would take up my mom's dupattas and drape things into dresses. Wow. And the day I would post it, I, and there were, there was no system of likes and comments then it was just, you post it, you post it and whatever, like, you know, friends will tell you good or bad. I didn't care about the response, just the fact that it came out well the photograph looked mm. amazing right. would make me so happy so i always knew this is something i need to stick to you know wow wow it's a beautiful story Arati. yeah i mean thing. yes so i would really right. tell all your young viewers to yeah. uh, start observing what makes them happy it could also be that today you had a lot of fun with your friends why because that conversation was so productive or you know it was really fruitful it could be anything um, exactly. And I think lastly, one, one, I mean, something which I still do is to uh, write down. You, I just feel that you need to write down your goals. You need to write down things that make you happy. Any idea that you've got, write things down right. and then execute them. Because a lot of people can dream and have amazing ideas. But it'll very, I mean, Absolutely. literally very few people uh, wake up the next morning and do something about it. Absolutely. So, you have to be a doer and in addition to being a dreamer 100% and they can take such a good example with you guys you know it's not very right. easy to start running something on Instagram <laughs> which is completely content based and it's a you know no really online editor is a very very difficult thing to, to run right uh, because people can get the same info anywhere else so to stick to this I mean to to be faithful to this idea is very challenging I suppose so yeah yeah. How do you tell people to sort of stick to their ideas? Like, I think that's also something that people really struggle with. How do they, you know, keep themselves motivated? Like, um, especially for entrepreneurs, I, mean, I feel I feel like you would know as well. You know, like there are some mm. days when you just don't feel like this is actually working out or happening. Yeah. So how does one keep themselves motivated and just how do you keep that drive alive? You know, that's what so I, I feel that's what I'm saying that, you know, if people start writing down their goals, right. So, you know, if my goal is to walk, uh, walk down Milan fashion week. Okay. Right. And I've written down that goal. Now, every time I'm struggling, oh my God, today I did, I made a collection and I'm getting no sales or, right. um, I couldn't run my store, etc. 
but the moment i open my diary again and i can visualize me walking down milan fashion week and that excites me hmm. i'll be like cool you know what i'll figure out a way but that's something yeah. that i want to reach so if you if your if your goal is crystal clear if your dream is clear it's it's fine yeah journey it's fine there'll be lows there'll be highs there'll be people criticizing you uh, that's a part of it uh, but i guess uh, juice it out No, <laughs> yeah, really. you also enjoy your journey. I feel like I think it's ninety percent of our journey. It the goal is just probably we'll achieve it in five years. We'll achieve it in ten years. It's it's the journey, yeah. right? Yes, we really one hundred percent. We have to be like faithful to our goals while also understanding that time is not a joke. Like everything worth that's ever had legs is gonna take time. You know, absolutely uh, right. So I You're think, right. I mean, who knows if we'll be able to fulfill the goal or not? Exactly. But if I'm not enjoying the journey, and it's okay, you know, and there will be low days, it's okay to feel bad. You must feel bad. Right. But if you can milk that feeling bad out and make it into a positive, then then that's the, that's something which one needs to do. Right. If you can learn that tactic, then you're solved. Right. I think it's the right attitude. It's persistence. It's just being sticking to your guns and just tirelessly, sort of every day. You know, I think it's. it's incremental you know you have to keep improving at your art or skill or whatever you do every day and just keep yes active, you know yeah that's how the great your first artwork is always your worst <laughs> you know absolutely so, but you know most often that i see ecommerce with students uh they want to do so much they don't know the one thing so i guess we, there's there's a there's a big lack of focus nowadays focused, yes they want to do everything and they want to do it so quickly I guess if they've focused on one thing, then you will definitely you have to be obsessed with your dream. Absolutely. You know, I yeah, agree. I agree with you. So obsession. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Yes, yes. Great, Aviti. I think that's uh, it. Was such an amazing conversation. I don't know how time flown. Um, yeah, same. <laughs> I, I think I always have so much fun just talking to you because it's always <laughs> free flowing. It's absolutely incredible. You know. uh but uh, thank you same here yeah thank it you was so such much. a joy speaking with you yeah right. thank you likewise likewise thank you so much for being here today i think we've had some amazing amazing tips and amazing amazing stories and anecdotes that you've shared today i think it's really going to benefit a lot of people uh, i think people love dhora so they're going to really learn thank a lot from you. this story as well and you know and hopefully in the future you know we get to do some really cool collaborations so looking forward sure <laughs> thank you i really hope it was entertaining and uh, you know useful for your viewers uh, listeners sorry <laughs> and uh, thank you ekam all the best to you guys Great you guys are already doing such an amazing job thank you Thanks. so much aviti chalo speak soon then all okay. right okay all right bye bye, bye.